Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today we are on episode 320, Reasonable Salary Demystified. So if you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to go back and listen to that because without that context, you might be a little bit lost with this one because we were talking about how S-Corps, we talked in that episode about how S-Corps save you money. And the trick is you have to pay yourself a salary. The lower the salary is that you pay yourself the more you save in taxes, but that salary has to be reasonable. So what is a reasonable salary? We're going to look at that today. I also wanted to remind you that we have um, a small cohort of our program legally launched happening in a couple of weeks. Um, if you're interested in forming an LLC in 2024 or an S corporation, or even if you just want to make sure that your sole proprietorship is uh, legally legit, it's going to be a good program for you. That's kind of the nice thing is if you're like not really sold on the LLC yet, you can join the program. You're going to learn a lot. Make sure that your sole proprietorship is legally solid. And then when you do want to form your LLC or your S Corp, this course is going to really grow with your business because you'll, you know, keep access to it for the lifetime of the program, which I plan to be in business for a while. You're going to have it for a while. Okay. So Oh, one more thing. We have our S-Corp savings calculator. Did I already mention that? You can see I have a little bit of a squirrel brain today. Um, that's going to help you. It's a little $10, little $10 thing. Um, it's going to help you figure out how much an S-Corp could save you in taxes. That'll be included in Legally Launched. So if you already know you're going to join the program, you don't need to buy it separately. But it's a nice little stepping stone offer if you are curious whether this would be a good fit for you. So in this episode, I'm going to start by reading to you a small section from my book, Unfuck Your Biz, um, from our chapter on S-Corps. I believe this is chapter oh, chapter 12, Business Entity Tax, um, starting with the heading Reasonable Salary. Initially, the process of determining a salary for yourself seems super arbitrary. After all, if we're the only one running our business, all the money we bring in is our own money. This is the part where we have to realize that our business is its own being. We perform work for our business, which needs to be compensated as a, at a reasonable rate. Our business brings in its own money via things like reputation, goodwill, and the like. Once you have determined that an S-Corp is the right way to go, you must determine what your salary will be. You can determine your reasonable salary by looking at the market rate of pay to someone providing your services in your geographic area with your level of expertise. Alternatively, consider how much you would pay someone else to do what you do. What would be a reasonable amount of pay to find someone qualified to fill your role? The importance of this is that S-Corps are subject to fraud and abuse, so the IRS may look at the salary through a critical lens. Taking time to research and document your salary can help prevent some risk. So side note, taking a pause from the reading, um, to just to give a little bit more context to this, the way we start to determine a reasonable salary is just through simple Google searches. So if you're in an industry that is can be clearly like delineated with a title, so like wedding photographer, lawyer, 
web designer, you get the picture. Um, then you can just look up average salary for a wedding photographer in Los Angeles. And then you're going to see all these different ranges. It's going to say like 40,000 to 100,000. It'll be based on experience. And that will start to give you a good ballpark for what the salary will be. But sometimes that salary ends up being skewed on the high side because we don't spend all of our time just doing that one thing. And that leads us into this next section of the book, the mini hats approach. An alternative and often better approach for small business owners in determining reasonable salary is the mini hats approach. As a solopreneur, you wear all the hats. Maybe you start your day as a secretary doing your own calendaring and email management. Then you put on your social media manager hat before you step into what you'd consider your core role. Think of your time spent in terms of a pie chart. Each slice is a different hat and decides according to your time spent wearing that hat. The mini hats approach allows us to consider time spent on these various tasks. I write about this more in the S-Corp bonus guide in Unfuck Your Biz. How many slices are there and what would a reasonable salary be for each of these different roles? This is what the mini hats approach considers. You can balance and weigh your time spent in each area to come up with a reasonable salary based on your actual tasks rather than just what you'd earn as a tax attorney, interior designer, photographer, life coach, or whatever your industry is. So this is pretty important. Um, I learned this the hard way because when I look up average salary for a tax attorney in San Diego, it's a high number, right? But in reality, I spend less than 5% of my time doing tax attorney work, probably less than 1% of my time, really, um, if you consider tax consulting and tax attorney, two different things. Um, but a lot of my time is spent podcasting, speaking, doing social media, you get the picture. So when I do the mini hats approach, it's able to pull my salary down. And remember, again, the point of the S Corp is to save taxes by paying yourself a salary. The lower the salary, the more you save in taxes. It just must be reasonable. So let's look at an example. So let's say this person is a web designer. I used that example in the last episode, and they have revenue of $150,000 and expenses of $50,000, which means profit of $100,000. For simplicity, let's say they wear four hats in their business. So we have web design, social media management, general admin, and then uh, management of their team. So let's say they have, you know, like an employee and a couple of contractors. So if we look at average salaries, let's assume that the average salary for a web designer and their geographic market is $70,000 and they spend 40% of their time doing that role. So we would multiply 70,000 times 0.4%, which is 28,000. And then social media, let's say the average salary for that is 50,000. They spend 20% of time doing that. So we multiply 50,000 by 0.2 and get 10,000. Admin, average salary, let's say, is 60000 multiplied by 0.2 for 20% is 12000 Management, average salary would be 70000 multiplied by 0 0.2, 20% is 14000 If you didn't follow all that math, that's totally fine. What I want you to just picture is that we have a pie chart here. 40% of the pie is then uh, doing web design, right? That actually, you know, a lot of us probably don't spend 40% of our time doing the actual thing that it is like our business does. But in this example, 40% of the pie is web design. And then we have 20% to social media, 20% to admin and 20% to management. Um, if they have just looked up average salaries for a web designer and paid themselves a salary, it would have been 70,000. But by doing all this math, we get to 64,000, which is $6,000 lower. Um, if we did the savings on that, 
let me just do some quick math here. 6,000 times 0.153 is $918. So not a huge amount, but just this like little bit of extra work doing the mini hats approach helped, you know, is going to help save this hypothetical taxpayer about a thousand additional dollars in taxes, which is big because you could find a lot of things to do with a thousand dollars other than send it to the IRS. So that is just a brief breakdown of different ways that we look at reasonable salary. This is not foolproof by any means. Um, it is an estimate. If you ever got audited or if the IRS wanted to argue about your salary, they're going to be doing the same types of things on their end. So the most important thing for you to do when you determine your reasonable salary is to document everything. So we make it pretty simple. We always just create a Google Doc. I'll go do the reasonable salary searches based on the industry categories. We include hyperlinks to the resources. Screenshots are even better because, you know, if you go to a hyperlink five years from now, it's the numbers are going to change for inflation and everything. So hyperlinks, screenshots, and then you can do a little bullet pointed list of the different things you do in your business um, to make that mini hats kind of list. And then think about your own pie chart and the percentages. If you need help calculating the math, we can always do that with you and legally launched. But it's really just, you know, if you're doing like 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, that reasonable salary amount for that role is times 0.1 for 10%. Get the picture? And then you add up all those totals, and that would give you a total reasonable salary. If you're thinking, oh, wow, I don't want to do any of that. Um, first of all, I would say not that hard. You don't have to overthink it too much. But hold on. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that other thing in a second. What I want to... Okay, pause. I need to collect <laughs> need to collect my thoughts. So if you make a mistake with this reasonable salary calculation, worst case scenario, let's say you pay yourself a salary of 50,000 and the IRS says, hey, your salary should have been 60,000. That's a difference of $10,000. Your penalty is you're going to end up owing the difference in taxes on that 10,000, like roughly $1,500, plus some interest and penalties if they decide to charge those to you. So not the worst case scenario, unless you're like drastically underestimating, right? So I, this is where I try to help calm everyone's nerves because it, it's not, like I mentioned, it's not an exact science, um, but generally as long as you've done the research to back up what you think your reasonable salary should be, and it's not wildly off base, and the IRS is probably going to say like, sure, if they do disagree with you, they'll just charge you the difference. But if you are not super into that guessing game, there is a, a website that you can use called RCR Reports. It's geared more towards professionals like myself who are running reports on behalf of clients, but I've had clients who've used it on their own as well. You pay them a few hundred dollars, I think it is, I think it's around 300, and they ask you a bunch of questions, like all the different stuff you do in your business, how much experience you have, and then they essentially run it all through an algorithm to tell you what your reasonable salary should be, and then they give you a report. And the purpose of that is if you ever are audited, you can just give the IRS the report and say, here's all the data we have. This is how we determine our reasonable salary. And it makes it really, really hard for them to fight against that. So I don't think that that's necessary for everyone. If you have a multi six-figure business or a seven-figure business, like let's say your business profits a million dollars and you want to pay yourself you know, an $80,000 or $100,000 salary instead of like a $250,000 salary, then maybe we want to run that report. Like it's probably worth the cost. So that's, I think, all I have to say on reasonable salaries. Um, 
Again, check out our S-Corp savings calculator if you're interested in that. Stay tuned for Legally Launched. We're going to be emailing everyone about it next week, and I'll be sharing more on the podcast about that as well. Also, before we close, I want to let you know, if you are needing tax season help, you don't have to wait that long. I'm going to be talking more about that in two weeks. So next week, we're going to be opening the doors to Legally Launched. Um, for LLC and S-Corp help. And then the following week, we're going to get into all of our taxis and stuff. So we're going to have a lot of great ways to support you. Um, so don't worry, that's coming. Stay tuned. If you have questions, slide into our DMs on Instagram, not ABG Law. As always, thanks for listening. And we will be back next week for a new episode. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.